Welcome to Decades From Home, a podcast about Germany. I'm Nick Houghton of 40percentgerman.com, and as always, I'm joined by our judgmental co-host, Dilly Algemer, and our stalwart producer, Simon Josie, to discuss the weird and wonderful side of living in Germany. How are you both doing? Hopefully better than last week. I don't know, Nick, because um, um, I, at this point, I think I would like to submit one a, a complaint form to say that Nick Houghton is bullying me. I hope your father's listening. Do, do I need to go get the head of complaints for decades from home again? If it's you, I don't think it's going to be an impartial mm. hearing. No, no, it's a guy called uh, Rick, Rick Nowton, I believe his name is. Hair Rick Nowton. Hair Rick Nowton, he will uh, definitely sort out, yeah. I, I mean, we've got, I've got my baby son lying on the floor at my feet, whinging. You can complain to him. Uh, he'll he'll definitely listen to your complaints. I want to pull you up on this though, Dilly, because I think I mentioned two weeks ago, we have offered you, I mean, you're, you're playing the victim card here in such a big way. We actually said to you, what would you like us to introduce you as? And, mm. and all you do is seem to complain about, I mean, the vacuum that we're trying to fill at the moment. And, and you actually, I mean, this is your opportunity. Tell us, what would you like to be known as? I might like to be known as the the wonderful Dili Algama. Mm, I don't know. Do we have a? I think we have See, a veto I, on that I one. I made a suggestion. Like, yeah. I you you only come up with like very negative adjectives mm. for me. I think, and, and the fact that you're ganging up uh, on me with Nick, uh huh, Mister holes in the shoes a, in the bathroom thing. Uh huh. We're not. We're, we're, hey, leave the poor man's Bardashua alone. Uh, <laughs> the, I'm not, this isn't gang up. This is just what we call quality control. That's all that is. Uh, we're just making sure that the listener uh, gets. Listeners, if you would like to know, I am holding up my emotional support orange at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very fresh orange. Very do, do you want to draw a face on your emotion? I mean, if I mean, would you take it on a plane, your emotional I support plane, orange? And it smells very good. Super. So you want to be known as the wonderful Dilly. I would like to be known as the wonderful Dilly Algama. So you expect Nick to read that with a straight face? That's what you're saying. I, I mean, I feel like it's it's a disservice to the listener to to lie to them. Oh, see, that was pretty low. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> barbs. I'm just getting I'm just getting the, the barbs in quickly now after last week's debacle, where. <laughs> Where if, if, Where if anyone was getting bullied, if anyone had a no, had a right go. to go and speak to Rick Nowton, oh. it was me. It was me. And I did later in the day, but I didn't want to involve him. Sure, go lie on his couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was very I was very upset. I was very saddened. You hurt my feelings, both of you. Got through the tissues, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So this is starting all over again. Yeah, so our aim this uh, in this week's episode is to, well, try not to have my son uh, interrupt me too much, but it does seem he's very vocal today. I don't know what it is. He sat, he sat on my knee quite happily last week and didn't really make as much noise, but apparently he's desperate to be part of the show. So um, while he's clawing at my feet trying to get my attention, we're going to talk about some of the, the highlights of the, the podcast, hmm. things we enjoyed over the last year, some of the stories that we enjoyed, some of our personal highlights, and just give a kind of general review of the year as things stand. We, I guess we start in January. Uh, there was some good stuff in January, I think. There were some positive stories. 
for sure. Um, this story from Berlin that involved um, apparent reports of, of riots, which transpired to not be riots, the accusation that a lot of non-Germans had uh, been arrested, and it turned out that the vast majority of people who had been arrested were actually Germans. So that's where we began the year. But that wasn't. There were some positives. There was a positive story about about museums in Germany, Delhi, that you were wanting to highlight. What caught my eye at the time was that the state of Berlin wanted to return the bust of Nefertiti to Egypt and the Pergamon altar to Turkey. And I, I thought at the time, okay, this is a nice gesture to start the year with. But now looking back, I'm like, why on earth? We had this the whole time. Okay, so maybe it was praiseworthy at the time, but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, I would have returned this a long time ago. We could have returned this a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, but like, given the fact that only a couple of weeks ago, Rishi Sunak, the prime minister in the UK, uh, cancelled a meeting with the prime minister of Greece because mm. the Greek prime minister had the audacity to to ask for some of his artifacts back from the British Museum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it feels it feels like Germany was heading in the right direction, at least. I think. Yeah. No. Um, I'd rather that than anything else. Small mercies, uh, right? Yeah. Indeed, small mercies, I would small say. Small mercies. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, I guess also the sort of January was dominated by talk about energy and how energy was going to be supplied in connection with mm. um the the war in Ukraine. And um yeah, I, I think I think it feels kind of funny now because we don't even talk about it as a particular issue yeah, that yeah. we're all concerned about like how much was the energy gonna cost and and all of these things. But the other big one was the discussions around the uh, Deutschland ticket or the ticket for the trains. So you oh, were really right. invested and in that story. And we were still discussing it at the time, right? In January, we weren't sure if it, uh, when it was going to be in place, uh, when we were going to start with it and whether we would have it, uh, uh, whether we were going to have it. And there was lots of debates around it. Um, that was that was an exciting time. So we are also nearing the end of the first year with the uh, Deutschland ticket. I mean, uh, the idea that they might not continue with it, uh, it's going to make a huge dent in my budget. Or, or put the price up. I think some of the states are talking about putting up the price, aren't they? Oh, no. Mm. It's gone for, it went from €9 Euros to, was it, 49 mm, 49, Euros. yeah. And that was the big debate. Also, uh, we saw in January the beginning of kind of splits in the, the government coalition because we had uh, the shutdown of the, the last nuclear power plants in uh, in Germany. And that um, that's mm. still being discussed. It's still wow. like Marcus Soda still bringing it up in TV yeah. shows as a thing that was terrible and horrible and how awful it was. I don't know. I suppose we can we can gloss over Prince Harry's book. I'm not sure if we necessarily need to, to go into details on no, that. No. Unless unless you have strong emotions. Yeah. Did any of you read it? Hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I read excerpts of it pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, there was uh uh there was also a, another sporting event uh success. There was the World Handball Championships. Mm. Uh, which saw Germany win, I think, was it the first or second time? I can't remember. There was a lot of happiness in those sectors of society that like handball. My neighbours mm. particularly were very pleased. Dilly, of course, you, you care very little for any sport at all, do you? Asks uh, Nick with much derision in his voice. No, only like only like 50% derision, I think. Uh. <laughs> you know, 
I, you know, what I liked about, uh, you know, towards the end of January uh, to end the beginning of February, I got to introduce fruit to the podcast. And I think that was the time when I started to actively fight against this wave of sport. And I tried to like bring some fruit into the discussion. Thank you, Dilly. No. Uh, no, I'm, no, no, I'm not sure about the thank you. Uh, I feel like I, I kind of opened that door because I kept asking you questions and eventually we landed on like, what's your favorite thing in Germany? And you were like, fresh produce. <laughs> I like fresh produce. Did I say fresh produce in Germany? No, oh. I think you said like um, vegetables and fruit. I think that's what you said. I think you things like... that I can't find in Sri Lanka. I'm excited to try anything anywhere. So, um I, I mean, I also send my students sometimes to like uh, Asian stores uh, to just to see uh, what's new to them, you know, like do a little bit of like a world tour without having to pay the price for the plane ticket mm. kind of thing. It's a, it's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. I mean, um, if, uh, bananas and apples are really easy to get. And, and if they're the only fruit you're Broad eating, then you do. Broaden your okay. fruit horizons, people. Prefer not to. Speaking of broadening your horizons, I, I began watching Berlin, Berlin, the uh, what's it, the sort of mid two thousands TV show. I made you do that. Yeah, you did make me do that. I gave up pretty soon afterwards. I'll be honest. Yeah, I you couldn't did. Really... Your commitment I... level was pretty low. I wanted to be committed, but you know, like as as things transpired through the year, it became harder and harder to watch anything for for longer than sort of ten minutes. But before I either was interrupted or fell asleep, mm. so and I do have to get back to it. But it, it did give rise to the fact that there was a, a, a there's just a lot of TV shows about Berlin. Um, I mean, one day, one day we're going to get a TV show about some other part of the country, but uh, probably Hamburg. Don't you think uh, this podcast can lead to a really nice TV script of uh, people living like a Vigi Gemeinschaft? So like people living together in a flat um, and there's like immigrants and uh, like, you know, they, they may be across the hall from a right wing police officer. And uh, <laughs> I think it would make for a really good comedy. Were we talking about decades from home, the TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Like they, we, we could have like um, uh, an Arab law student and, and no, <laughs> in, the, uh, in, in the script, uh, we can have a Sri Lankan struggling PhD student. We can have a... Uh, I, I don't know a British guy who who likes his sausage rolls and marmite. <laughs> I wonder who you're basing that that character. I on. don't know. You know, it's like just just I, I, spontaneous things. And this TV script is based on fictional characters, and any resemblance to living or dead people is just a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, the stories write themselves. D Dilly, you could finally live out your fantasy of writing me as a um as a former spy or potentially active <gasps> spy. My my favorite former spy. I, I, I don't know about the former though, so I'm not entirely sure. Mm. You're so good at what you do with, you know, keeping lists of things and, you know, with your audio device knowledge. I have a feeling that you might still be a spy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, another another highlight from, I think this is the mid-February we're, we're into now, was uh, Dilly's excitement around the idea of me having some kind of bromance with my brother-in-law Christoph. Christoph greetings to Christoph <laughs> which would be a recurring factor on the podcast the man of the mountains that he is mm. um yeah that was definitely uh, one of Dilly's um uh, 
uh, yeah, introductions to the show. It's constant <laughs> questions. You, we'd be talking about anything, and you just go, "So, what would uh, what would Christoph think about that?" And I'm like, "I have no idea. <laughs> Not living in his head." I like how you do my voice, actually. <laughs> You know, mid-February is also when I learned that flagalized on the washing machine doesn't mean that something needs less care. So I can't wash my... I, uh, that's when I realized that I've been washing my bed linen and towels on the delicate cycle for 10 years. Yeah, that was, uh, it was, it was a, a bit of an error, I think, um, that you didn't know how the washing machine worked for a decade. <laughs> how German washing machines didn't work for a decade. That's um, true. Yeah, true. Highlight of my life in February. Yeah. What, what else do we have? We had uh, your balcony became a, a, a big topic of conversation, and the flowers and plants that you were intending on growing on it. True. I grew zucchini, and um, you also started growing things in the garden, right? I think I did a bit of gardening, but I mean, growing stuff was was kind of not part of the agenda. We tried to grow some things, but not wasn't a lot growing in february i'll be honest we did prep some stuff but mm. um we had uh fashion obviously i went to my first kinder fashion party that you was pretty did. intense i dressed up as a gorilla that was quite fun you um, did i guess i'm gonna have to come up with a new costume for, for the next fashions party were you not the only parent who had dressed up at the party no there was a couple of other ones but most of them have been pretty lackluster yeah yeah um, yeah i remember this I will say a gorilla suit is not what, something to wear in a um, in a room that's very very well heated. Mm. Uh, did create a lot of um, s sweat, shall we say? Um, so yeah, it wasn't wasn't the the best experience. So maybe something that was a little bit lighter. I don't know. So what costume would you suggest for a well heated room? Pirate, maybe string bikini. No, I was thinking I'm string not... bikini, Nick. <laughs> no, at a kinder at a kinder fashions party. Yeah. Um I think that put gets me put on some kind of list. So <laughs> I'd prefer prefer not to do that if I can. Um I'm feeling sick. Yeah. I, I feel roundly disgusted by the whole concept. Yeah, I, I started I think it was around about February that I started sleeping on the uh, in my office because and uh, my snoring was keeping my wife awake, uh, which uh, she was getting more and more pregnant by the second. Mm. Um, and uh, there was a, this, that was a sort of roundabout February, start of March was when the arrival of the of, of, of the baby was becoming more and more a topic of conversation. It became more and more kind of t a takeover of, of, of every waking moment of our lives. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that phase of my life is kind of gone and over. Um, I don't welcome it back. I do hate going sort of clothes shopping for children. Uh, it's uh, it's no fun, if you ask me. Um, uh, rolling into uh, into March, March I think was when Simon took his holiday, and he buggered off to New Zealand and left us high and dry. That is true. For someone who doesn't get out much, I guess it. Well, apart from the last week, whew, I guess this has to be uh, counted as a highlight in my year. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a highlight. It wasn't a highlight of my year. I had to do all the editing. It was horrible. Yeah, uh, it was a highlight in my year because for the first time I got like gifts from New Zealand. Thank you, Simon. Oh, you're welcome. I've been enjoying eating your uh, fruit. Yes. Fruit with the cheese. Yeah, yeah. I I got I got I got a, a Hobbit and a, um, a Gandalf toy, which I admire every time I see them on my shelf. 
uh, I am 40 years old, listener. Anyway, <laughs> I like them. I'm very happy with them. It was the right choice. Yeah, so we had uh, discussions on bottled water as one of the most famous bottled water companies. Uh, Toysa Mineralbrunnen stopped operation after 130 years due to insolvency. And there was a bit of a, a fear that this would be a knock-on effect that would impact all our water drinking, but not us, because I've got a soda stream. I think I'm sure others have soda streams. They um, don't. Ah, well, catch up, Dilly. It's uh, about time. And you've only just learned how to use your washing machine, so maybe it's time you learn to use a, uh, a soda stream. <laughs> you know, Nick, let me, let me put you on the spot for once, which I never do, you know. So this is also around the time you were in Newcastle. Oh, okay. On the 8th of April, we aired an episode of you being in Newcastle. Did we? And that was when you spoke about chocolates and things, and you promised on the podcast to bring us something. It never appeared. Did he get lost in the post, Nick? I think I just forgot. Mm. So much going on. Mm -hmm. My life is so busy, you know. It's the, it, I do apologize. I, I don't live the life of luxury that, that old Simon does, you know. He, he sort of <laughs> he has time to think about these life things. Life of luxury. <laughs> do you want to expand on that? You have, you, you have a lot of time on your hands. Who says? <laughs> Who says I've got a lot of time on my hands? <laughs> I just assume as well, much. Well, you know assume. what, assume, you know, makes an ass out of you and me, right? <laughs> I suppose so. Okay, that's not fair. I did forget. Um, I'll try and remember when I'm in the UK for, um, well, technically, listeners, I am in the UK right now <laughs> over New Year. <laughs> don't, shh, quiet, don't blow it. Shh, don't tell anyone. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, um, we had, uh, we also had uh, Aaron. Uh, joined us from the podcast mm -hmm. uh, for an episode. Yeah. That was quite nice. The Gash Burnett of the Big Arms. Yeah. I was just going to say, because this, this uh -huh. triggers Nick, doesn't it? Because he obviously, he's, he's talked it? about it for doesn't months it? afterwards. And he's, anytime Aaron sort of posts on Twitter, Nick's like, oh my God, have you seen his arms? Have you checked? It's because he's, 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 got, he's, got, he's got excellent definition. His so elbows, man. It's just good. Just good arms. Like, I, I can appreciate Do you want something you want to tell us? Sort of, no? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like his arms. That's what I want to tell you. <laughs> um, I'm not so much jealous. I just admire them and would like to have something similar. But and isn't, isn't like, you know, you, you we, we see Aaron sometimes uh, on I Am Germany, and this is when Nick finds a pile of logs that he wants to cut up into firewood. Uh, I, I, I don't know. There seems to be a pattern to these things. <laughs> that only happened once. I cut some wood once. I posted a video. <laughs> I somewhat regretted it afterwards. It felt a little bit me, 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 look at me. But yeah. um, it's, it's, what, it's what happened. I did it. Mm -hmm. It, it occurred. Um, so uh, Aaron had one more week, just, just the last week. Mm. He, yeah. and, and so what's going to happen ago, this week? Two weeks ago, I think you mean, Dilly. Uh, uh, that was two weeks ago. I, my, my, my mistake. <laughs> Keep my up the ruse. <laughs> so around two weeks ago, Aaron had another go at I Am Germany. So tell me, Nick, like, you know, I've been waiting to see uh, uh, what's what's your pile of firewood looking like. Is it depleting? I mean, funnily enough, I did consider, because uh, we, we got a delivery of firewood. Uh, well, the, the wood that we cut up in, um, in sort of March, April was stored and, and and dried out and then um was was brought to to the house and i had to stack it but then i didn't post that image it'd be funny if i had though i should have posted a picture of my excellent wood stacking skills 
But um, no, I mean, the thing that really annoyed me about posting that video of chopping wood was like loads of people going, oh, you didn't do it in a wanna. And I'm like, do you have no idea how hard it is to chop wood and how and how so many videos out there of, 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 of people who are clearly have clearly chosen a very specific piece of wood that they know that they can chop because it's got a crack in it already or something. Um, it's no easy feat to, to cut um, it is big a, logs no, no. and, and to, to aim the axe as well to mm. get it exactly right. There's a lot that has to, a lot of physics that has to, has to work for you, but it's easy to be a critic, of course. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. maybe you shouldn't have made the video. Yeah. Oh, shut up the two of you. You know, like, I was thinking that, you know, <laughs> other people probably like, you know, do this in like 50 takes and in the 51st take, uh, the log just, you know, falls into two pieces on the ground but maybe you know so i just I, I don't want you to feel bad about it i don't feel bad i was it was perfectly good wood cutting okay. by anyone's standards absolutely um i wasn't posing i wasn't you weren't getting posing. instagram filters i was who just cutting, puts a video out of themselves chopping wood in a tight t-shirt on the on the it was just a t-shirt jeez it wasn't even that no, tight, did actually. you buy it like extra no it's just a t-shirt that i had oh okay See, it's again, again, it, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. That's what I'm dealing with. That's sticks, what it feels like. Sticks and stones may break my bones, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, move, moving on. We had uh, um, an in-depth discussion about the in ex Expat Insider 2022 survey, which ranked Germany 42 out of 52 countries for overall welcome culture and just being nice to expats. And um, I want to reiterate the point that we kind of made in that uh, episode, which was if you're calling yourself an expat, I just have I just have an issue with that. I just I, mm. I don't think countries necessarily should be so welcoming to expats because mm. they're not always the best bunch. And being a former expat, I know I know what that's all about. But yeah, it it did speak to the fact that Germany isn't the most welcoming country to to new arrivals, regardless of their um, economic stability or um, legality of their uh, arrival. Um, and again, that, that, that's, that, that the questions that, that, that came up or the points that came up with like slow digitalization, too much bureaucracy, difficulty to speak the language, housing, all problems that the average German faces. So uh, I don't think any of that stuff comes as much of a surprise, particularly. We also had the, um, we had the first of a series of strikes in March as well. Um, another theme that would, that would reoccur throughout the year. Luckily, um, most of the strikes I've been sick for, so it hasn't really impacted my life mm -hmm. um, much. Um, and Simon doesn't go anywhere, so he's I fine. don't get out anyway. So yeah. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, as Dilly said, I was in uh, Newcastle for Easter. I'd totally forgotten I went to Newcastle for Easter. Uh -huh. um, there you go. Did I not tell you that you were in Newcastle in April promising people chocolates? Yeah. yeah no, I'm t t just terrible, terrible, terrible kind of stuff. Uh, there was the... Uh, the visit of King Charles and Queen Consort Camilla to Germany for the first time. Was that so that was, long ago? Yeah, that was the start of, the start of April. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, uh, they got a very warm reception, as, as most monarchs seem to do in, in Germany. I remember this. I, do you, does anyone remember how there was this very calculated photo shoot of Charles and Camilla in a train compartment? And, you know, he was, uh, Charles was seen working very very diligently at a desk or table yeah. and all the documents yeah. had been turned over so that no one would know the state secrets. 
exactly the important information about his finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and there's lots of jokes about his pen working this time and, yeah. and how upset he'd got about the pen during the um, uh, the funeral for the Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't believe I totally forgot. I don't. I don't, honestly have no recollection of what we did while I was in Britain. Um, you mentioned Griggs. You must have you gone mentioned to Griggs. Griggs. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's standard. I mean that that could be any time I went to Britain in the last fifteen years, you know. So it, it doesn't narrow it down particularly. We had a long drive uh, over uh, on Christmas Eve to the Netherlands, and maybe next time I might make myself some sausage rolls, and maybe I might ask Nick for some tips on how Greg's does it. It's not just one long sausage, is it? It's sausage meat worked uh, with spices worked into it. Yeah, yeah, you could. I mean, you could. It, it's soft. It's um, it's not like a sausage that's already cooked. It's actually sausage meat that's uncooked and yeah. worked in with things like um, onion and, and spices and whatever ah, you want. Okay. And then ah, you, you wrap it or roll it in the in the pastry. Yeah. Okay. And you can't you, you can't get it you can get sausage meat from a butcher if you order it mm. or you can just get sausages and kind of take the skins off. That works. In Germany, well. you have sausages yeah, where you yeah. can take the skin off. I mean most sausages you can take the skin off, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, you mean like raw, the raw sausages, <laughs> the uncooked yeah. ones. Oh, okay. So if you've got like a deprezina or like a um um vistian or something like that, you could, mm. you could do that. It'd be quite okay. easy. Um uh yeah, then uh my most hated season arrived with uh, the coming of Easter, which was Spargelzeit. Oh, the worst time of year to live Why? in Germany. It's just because it's everyone's just like, oh, let's put Spargel in everything. Would you like some Spargel pizza? Would you like Spargel tea? Would you like to put some Spargel shampoo in your Spargel shower as you wear your Spargel hoser to go eat <laughs> Spargel in the Spargel restaurant? And we'll and then we'll go pick some Spargel and then and then we'll dream about Spargel and oh, just. It's obsessive. It's ridiculous. I look forward to the asparagus season again. I'd forgotten about it until you mentioned it. I'm looking forward to it too. Mm. I honestly don't know why we do a podcast together. (laughs) We have nothing in common. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that was... uh, Oh, yeah, I remember that. I I remember what what, what I liked about Britain. There was the Aldi beer from Brewdog that was quite nice. (laughs) That was really a highlight. Uh, what, what else? What else did we have go, going? In there? Oh yeah, I went to the Poop and Kister in Augsburg. Took my daughter to the Poop and mm. Kister, the marionette mu- museum. Still don't like marionettes; they're they're freaky and weird. But um, <laughs> the dead eyes, the dead eyes that gets you. Uh, that's not something yeah. I'm into. Hey, um, wasn't April also the month when the Komatsbank charged me like hundred euros extra for a transfer of money to Sri Lanka? I believe so. Yes. Uh huh. Does anybody want to know what happened afterwards? Because I chased this with letters. Update. Update? Did you want an update? I do indeed. Give us an update. (laughs) Finally, they sent me a letter, one and a half pages. Or one page and like a couple of lines on another page. And the first page is was an explanation of how they made no mistake, how everything they did was right. And there was like a very technical explanation of how right they were. And the, the last few lines on the other page was like, but uh, since you are a valuable customer to us, we 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 uh, we are returning hundred euros to you. <laughs> really? So it's yeah. like we didn't do any, we didn't make any mistakes. We didn't make any mistakes. We we didn't make them. You know, it's not our fault. But here's your money back. <laughs> what a load of shit! So I cheeky. know. Yay for Dili! So I won. Dear me. Well, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> finally, finally, the house didn't win. That's a, that's a first in there. <laughs> Um, 
the, I mean, there was also, uh, we talked about cannabis clubs. The cannabis law is, is sort of passed and, and will be introduced come the spring 2024, I believe. Everyone's preparing for it. Um, we had uh, the scandal from Axel Springer. Uh, as the CEO, uh, Matthias Dupfner, um, had his, his uh, text messages leaked mm -hmm. uh, to the newspaper Die Zeit, and it turned out that he was, was about as awful as you'd imagine the, uh, the, 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 the head of publishing at, um, or the CEO of um, Axel Springer would be, yeah. um, with a lot of things to do with, with uh, pushing angles for the paper to focus on particular politicians and um, unsavory things about immigration that were mentioned. He's certainly gone very quiet. His newspaper, not so much. I keep hearing build adverts on the radio, so mm -hmm. um, I, I hate those. It's it was sort of like, um, is it a build, build, blight, build, or something like that? And I'm like, that's kind of the problem, right? Is that it's build stays build. <laughs> if it changed, it might be better. Uh, sadly, it won't. So um, yeah, you defeated Comets Bank. Uh, we learned about about how publishing and and media works in Germany, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I ate a sausage roll. I think that's a pretty successful April, if you ask me. Very, very. I was in France in May. Oh right, yeah, you went on holiday too, didn't you? We I had, did. Like, various replacements for you. Yes, um, I think it was for one or two weeks, one week probably. Included one of my favourite podcasts of the year, just because Rachel Loxton from the local DE introduced the concept of the big light to me, which I'd never heard before and I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and now every Scottish person I meet, I say, so do you like the big light? Huh? Huh? Just to see if they say, no, of course, I, I'm Scottish. I hate the big light. But yeah, I, I keep testing that one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good episode. Rachel's a good laugh. We should have mm. her on again mm. soon. Uh, good times. But yeah, May was sort of dominated by the fact that I was um, going to have a child at the end of the month. Um, that was a weird experience all around, I think. We recorded a podcast the day before my son was born. It was basically the whole podcast was about the the birth. Well, no, it was almost a two-parter, wasn't it? The day before and, and then a week later, the the whole details about the birth. I don't think I, I don't think I'll, I'll ever have anything as weird as that because I think we only got I only got like four hours sleep, and then bang, I was holding a small child in my arms. He's not so small I now, still am. is he? <laughs> He's so heavy. He's so heavy, listener. You only understood. So yeah, that was. I mean, that's definitely the highlight of the year is the the birth of of my son by by a, a, a long stretch. Um, I would prefer it if he stopped spitting his dummy literally across the room. I don't know what it is about. He spits the dummy. I've got a floor that's like magic. He spits the dummy and then the dummy just just disappears. I have to like spin around in my chair looking for it. It's horrendous. Um, that bit of parenting I don't enjoy. Dilly and I were speculating that maybe he's doing it on purpose because he's. He knows hmm. how to push your button. He's like one of those kids out of Roald Dahl books. <laughs> which which one? Or was it a Judy Bloom? There was one about a George who could talk, but he it was a baby who can talk. I think it was a Judy Bloom. There are tons of books about babies who have thoughts and can talk and and the parents don't know. It's a it's a good plot. Well, our son certainly looks like he's got something on his mind, but yeah, usually he it's, does. Um, well, he's, um, he just doesn't, he's not a fan of the podcast. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got, he's got taste, you see. Um, so yeah, I mean, May was, May was a pretty, pretty busy month in that sense. There was a lot of, uh, baby chat, um, as you can imagine, sort of definitely, um, dominated most of the discussion and has dominated most of my life since, um, all fair play. 
I guess. And then uh, we sort of careered into June. And June, it was, if I remember right, June was just so hot. It's been very cold mm. and I've forgotten what, what it's like to be in, in the midst of summer. Yeah. But yeah, it was... Um, it was it was a melting one, and added added insult to injury was the fact that ice cream prices had increased across mm. the board. Exactly, yeah. We we had a discussion about bilingual relationships and humour in Germany. Um, I feel like that might be a recurring topic. Um, it's, it's hard to to hide away from. I think. Oh, I remember this. I remember this so well. <laughs> I remember my uh, my boyfriend telling me some kind of like very. I mean, it wasn't a dodgy joke. It was just a not very funny joke. And I was like, really? Is that the sort of thing that makes you laugh? And he said, look, I've been living in Germany for 20 years. I take what I can. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fair. Take the laughs where you can take them because um, they're, they're, they're few and far between. Um, and and I mean, the, the, again, the summer was was the ramping up of kind of political debates. We had all the stupidity around uh, ramp pumping and and sort of heat pumps and um it, it, i feel like that's the bit where germany broke itself where it went from being kind of vaguely sensible to like right all the media is just gonna scream and shout about uh, something that isn't really that biggest a news story isn't really affecting that many people um everyone sort of decided to go a bit right wing including the cdu and the csu and uh, and yeah, just I feel like the summer was a bit of a yeah, a bit of a letdown, really, when we're thinking about things politically. I can only think about the weather. It was it was warm and wet. Everything grew like crazy in our garden. That's when I think <laughs> about the the summer. I and mean, then there were periods when it was okay, but there was a lot of rain this this summer. Yeah, it wasn't uh, not so much where we were. We had just a lot of sun, a lot of um, weeks of weeks of of really hot weather. And um, we had, uh, I think it was also uh, towards the end of June, start of July, that we had Dilly's first fruit corner, which thankfully was a segment that died, died a death after three <laughs> episodes, uh, partially, partially thanks to uh, uh, producer Simon. What? Um, hey, I think you VO'd it ultimately. I think you were the well, final I, voice. No, I put it out of its death because you had no enthusiasm for it. You, <laughs> you weren't playing along. I was playing along, but I mean, you what were else? not. Uh, You're I like, did... oh, go get some interesting fruit. And you, and what every week it was like, oh, here's an apple, here's a banana. Oh, it's like, no, you're not really in the spirit of things. It's because Dilly would be like, oh, let's go find this fruit that you're definitely not going to find in Raven. <laughs> like, it was like, Mangosteen. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm going to just fucking. Fu just do you remember the, the fuss you here. made over eating six gooseberries? They do were disgusting. Absolutely right. Red rank. gooseberries. Oh my. I, I remember I bought panet after panet of gooseberries. And uh, yeah. We just need a more sophisticated co host, someone from the city rather than this bloody country yokel that we have to deal with every week. <laughs> go on. Go on. Find someone who's going to put up with your shit. Go on. <laughs> Off you go. I'd like to see which, you try. Sorry, which shit are you talking about? It's just, just everything that you bundle towards me on a regular basis. Would you like um, to expand on that comment, Nick? Hey, look, I never make you expand on the weird shit that you say. So, so stop, stop forcing me to get all, uh, all expansive on on my general insults that I'm throwing left, right, and center. I learned that from Simon. When 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 you put people in awkward spots, uh, a good comeback that keep makes you speechless is asking you to expand on it good one simon 
It's not it's not really a great one because no, it's kind no, of like it's... say exactly when I said this and you're like no one can remember that. Would shit. you like no to expand on it? I mean then then you're the one asking the questions. It's a it's a good book. I, it's what it's, they teach you in spy school. Spy school. Is that what it is? Is that what we're <laughs> learning? Slowly learning um how the New Zealand Secret Service do things. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, through uh, August, Dilly had uh, some major issues with uh, paving stones. That seemed to be, that was your kind of senior moment where you're like, oh, the paving round our neck of the woods is really poor. Even five-year-olds will have senior moments here in Sachsen-Anhalt where no two paving <laughs> stones face the same direction. I'm still deeply angry about this. Um, um, <laughs> I, I could do a protest. You'd be the only one, I imagine, though. I just want to highlight something in, in Simon's notes for um, the very comprehensive notes that he's taken for every single episode. Um, for the notes for episode 140, Cement Blocks, that was released on the 19th of August, states quite clearly in the intro, uh, producer Simon has allegedly vetoed D Dilly's Fruit Corner this week. So Yeah, allegedly. Uh, hoisted by, I believe, his own petard there. <laughs> Um, it's nice to be able to use that phrase in the correct fashion. Uh, um, we allegedly, had, we allegedly, had, nothing well, proven. Well, you wrote it, so I mean, what do you want me to do? Um, we also had the quite wonderful story for any um, supporter of football and an Englishman like myself, um, as uh, the uh, captain of the English national team, Harry Kane, transferred to Bayern Munich. He's only down the road, people. Makes me so happy. So delighted. He's been a success too, hasn't he? He really has. He's smashing the goals and scored the most goals ever for a new signing, um, for a new player at, at Bayern Munich. Um, just lots of doubles, lots of hat tricks. That's what you want to see. Um, making things uh, just, just all the better for it. Whereas on, on the football theme, we, we should briefly mention Germany's uh, complete disaster at the, the FIFA Women's World Cup. With uh, They didn't even mm. get beyond the... Um, the first round yeah so um, i'm sure dilly i mean is there anything you want to add about that dilly yeah you got what are your thoughts about the uh the women's world cup um oh jesus i zoned out the moment you said harry kane i knew <laughs> <laughs> of course you did of course you did that makes sense uh of course england got to the final and lost to spain but yeah we've i've got over that to some extent um although i did have a moment there when i read the line england lost to spain and go oh oh my heart um i fought a, a 17th century battle that was fun and exciting and great in in the midst of rainy wales mm -hmm. that was certainly a highlight for me uh, and this was list. the first time that simon and i had an episode together and i i very much enjoyed mm -hmm. it simon it, and so did i thank you um dilly we, we proved that we didn't need Nick at all. We proved that we didn't need Nick at all and that we don't have any animosity. It's just that, but it's how he nurtures people on the podcast. It was a total loving fest, really, or love fest, wasn't it? Yeah, we didn't feel I mean, the was, time was, passing. I, no, it was no. just mutual admiration and respect and all respect. the way through. There weren't any yeah. smart comments or nasty no put-downs. No yeah. No, certainly no snark. Yeah. No. High five. Yeah, virtual high five. Are you with us there, Nick? Oh, sorry. Do you want me to get up? I thought we were. I thought I was no longer part of the podcast, and it was now the the Dilly and Producer Simon show. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to talk now? Or is that is that fine? Oh, do, do you know what I mean when I say he's packing a sad? Because he's packing a sad at the moment. Mm. 
Ah, just uh, his son is asleep, got... right? Ah, oh, yeah, he's, he's finally gone to sleep. Okay. That's why he's so bloody quiet. Oh, I'm so happy. At least someone cares about me. Hey, hey, son. At least you care about me. <laughs> I hate you. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's depressing. Um, yeah, I was really pleased with that 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 episode. I was really happy that um, you were able to record like a really good episode and and do it all yourself. And I was really happy to get finally get a week off after what three years. Um, it was three years of of constant podcasting. Um, yeah, uh, and you of course you talked about fruit because God, you wouldn't talk about anything else, would you? Uh, <laughs> just don't don't bite. Just let it go. <laughs> um, there was uh, the the election in in Bavaria began to heat up towards the end of August and start of September. Uh, Hubert Aiwanger was in hot water. Um, the the deputy uh, minister president of Bavaria uh, for um, accusations of of school um, schoolyard anti semitism mm -hmm. and the distribution of an anti semitic pamphlet when he was uh, at school. Questions that he didn't really answer particularly. Um, he had to, what's it? Twenty five questions he had to answer. Another mm -hmm. list of questions that Germany loves so much. It's also hot water that he that he uh, hasn't yet got uh, out of, and I'm very happy about that. So each time uh, Markus Söder tries to, you know, uh, we are flying to Israel over something, something. And then the, I mean, the all the comments on Twitter, for instance, are about Aiwanger. So um, mm. how 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 do you deal with anti-Semitism and still have Aiwanger as, uh, as a close ally in your party? And mm. he does deserve the question. Yeah, I think, I think it is, uh, it's difficult for them to talk about if, if it, if it, certainly when it comes to um, uh, issues of kind of migration or sort of international politics, when mm -hmm. you have uh, when you have someone who has such quite horrible accusations that have still not really been answered or, or kind of addressed in any way, shape, or yep. form. October is when you uh, wanted to get tickets, right? Didn't you do something to get tickets for a football Well, he match? made all sorts of grand promises, and he hasn't been able to deliver uh, on them yet. That's all I remember. Now this. All, all that, I mean, come on, it's a lottery. I can't control lotteries. <laughs> Did you like, even try? All, all I said, I've applied again. We'll see if we get tickets for the uh, uh, Germany-Scotland games. The only game I've claimed for tickets. I've told them I'm a German citizen this time. We'll see if it has a, a shift. What did I you did, tell them last time? Um, I, I didn't realize that you could put in your, your passport details, so I gave them my, my passport number. Oh. Uh, so hopefully that has some kind of impact. Mm. We, we will see. But yeah, I, I like how you just instantly blame me for not being lucky enough to win a lottery. <laughs> so, how dare you, Nick? Why are you, why are you not lucky enough? You weren't crossing your fingers hard enough. Pushing your thumbs down, whatever yeah, it is indeed. that you do in Germany. Indeed, uh, we had the uh, we had the election in in Bavaria, which uh, turned out um, pretty poorly for anyone of the uh, um, progressive, progressive, and just generally modern thinking uh, side of politics, as the regressive uh, CSU and uh, and uh, Freya Wähler came out as a uh, as the coalition winners. Uh, yeah, uh, and I voted. It was more practically pointless, but there you go. <laughs> At least I did it. And we had a series of other votes that saw the AfD take various positions in, in municipal government uh, that, again, just sort of underlined the kind of depressing rightward slide that Germany seems to be 
heading towards. But um, to to kind of cheer cheer us all up, Dilly um, found more time to talk about fruit, uh, <laughs> 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 as she does. Uh, you uh, you both forced me to miss Newcastle United's first home Champions League game. Um, Were you not I, watching I, it I, on a second screen? No, I wasn't because I'm a professional and and I focus was he not on watching it doing. on a second screen, Simon? No, I think he no. was. He had the text running, if not the no, video. I, I could. I, I wasn't watching it. I was. I could see what the score was because I'm not totally inhumane. Um, and we also had Halloween. Nice Halloween celebrations. The big biggest Halloween I've seen in Germany so far. Much to certain people's chagrin, but I thought it was pretty positive um, as it stands. Um, we had the lovely. Um, uh, Kate Muse on the on the show, talking about her her um, new book, uh, which was yeah, it was that was really lovely. The book was the the girl with twenty fingers, which is a story about sort of mu- music and redemption. Um, and if you haven't gone out and got that book, go and get it uh, and make a nice Christmas gift or late Christmas gift in this instance, um, <laughs> or an early Christmas gift if we're thinking about next year. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're keeping this pretense up of when we're recording this podcast has been quite difficult uh, all the way through. But yeah, I really enjoyed that. I mean, the, the guests that we've had on this year have been really good. I've really, um, I've really liked um, when we've been able to get people on. Uh, more of that, I hope, next year. I believe the listeners do enjoy it too. Oh yeah, we had Dilly's annual review, which I think she aced. basically passed. Ace. I don't ace. Ace is a bit strong. Uh, <laughs> It was ad- adequately managed, I believe, was the term I would use. Needs improvement, isn't that? Wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't that be the, the general? Certainly, certainly areas of improvement. Oh, yeah, next. taking you back to my childhood where the report cards read that I need to make friends. And um, we, we had a lovely chat about, uh, there was an email from from um, uh, one of our listeners, Phil, who asked about why German radio is so terrible. And that led us down a, um, oh, yeah, we had we, <laughs> my favorite discussion on the, podcast whatsapp group was the discussion about what we should name that episode because simon believes he's come up we came up with the greatest name of for uh, um yeah except i'd stolen that exact same name for, for the blog that i wrote that week i still came <laughs> up with it though <laughs> great minds think alike we ended up with radio blah blah i thought that was fine uh, it wasn't quite the radio gaga that you wanted but what are you gonna do and then me and uh, me and producer Simon had our first episode on our own because I think Dilly was out sick again, which meant we got to talk about the Rugby World Cup, um, the German Young Word of the Year. Um, I, uh, looking back on the past year, I've been pretty sick or quite a bit, right? Um, no more than usual. I really? mean, I, I'll, admittedly, when I was sick, I still did the podcast because you know, pro, total pro. <laughs> no, I think I think you just uh, there was a, there was a couple of instances where. You're a bit worn out, and you'd been on holiday, and you could have picked stuff up. I don't think it's anything, uh, anything to, to, to worry about. I'm not a doctor, though. Um, <laughs> we had Anna Maria Harrison and Izzy Choksi on to talk about their podcast, Sticking Point. Sticking Point. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I really liked that conversation. I think we learned quite a lot from that um, that I didn't really know about um, the, the, the climate crisis in Germany and the history of, of climate protest. Um, and I mean, if you haven't listened to the to Sticking Points yet, do go and, uh, and, and find it on, on Spotify because it's definitely worth a listen. It's one of my favorite podcasts I've listened to this year, I think. Mm. Uh, there wasn't obviously our podcast because I obviously listened to every single episode. 
from start to finish. Um, yeah, so that was that was quite nice. Uh, again, another another great um, series of guests, and then bang into December. I don't think we need to recap December, do we? I think we know what happened. <laughs> we were there. <laughs> it's only it's only happened, so I think we're fine. Um, I was wondering if you got any personal highlights that you want to underline, any things that you're really, really happy about that's that have happened either on the podcast or perhaps in your personal lives. Um, Dilly, you can't mention fruit again, but I'm sure you will find a way of, of wedging it in here. <laughs> she holds up an orange listener. <laughs> My emotional support orange. Okay. Um yeah, this is not like one of my personal highlights, but I I mean I I really am enjoying the cranberry season. If anybody would like to know. <laughs> Can't believe how you play the type so easily. Honestly. What's your highlight? Oh, I just got some fruit, some more fruit. And it's please. on sale. It's January. It's on sale. Honestly, save us, Simon. Have you got a highlight? I guess I feel obliged to say that I went back to New Zealand in February, March for the first time since 2019. Wow. Um, which was mainly about seeing family, seeing my boys. Mm -hmm. So I guess that has to be the highlight. Oh, for sure. I think so. Um, got to hug some sheep. Um, Here we go. <laughs> 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 yeah, catch a hobbit, um, that kind of stuff. Aside from the fruit, Dilly, any other sort of highlights? My personal highlights um, has been, I think, okay, so I'm not only an immigrant in Germany, I'm also in a long-distance relationship with my boyfriend who doesn't have home office anymore. He will have more home office come uh, January, uh, end of January. He will have more home office this year, but uh, the past year, since July, he hasn't had much home office because they took it away and uh, the fact that he comes to see me and and um, I mean <laughs> fucking Zaxxon and, <laughs> and he tries to do everything he can to make sure that I'm still cared for and that and that I have his company I, I, it's um, it's uh, been one of my lifesavers and I'm very appreciative of it oh that's really sweet mm. I'm really glad that you've got someone who who uh, is looking out for you? Because mm. um, I'm sorry, you're not getting it on this podcast, apparently, but you're definitely getting it in your personal life, which is good. <laughs> I'm glad, glad you have got a support network. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's really important, especially mm. I know how, how difficult it's been um, um, living living where you've been living recently. And uh, yeah, it's just it's always good to have uh, someone bringing you. Um, I suppose bring you food, or is it you bring him food? I can never remember. I um, on Sundays when he leaves, I cook for him a lot, and um, because I mean he he drives like what four and a half hours each way, so I try. I I mean I make a lot of food for him, but sometimes he just kicks me out of the kitchen, and brings me to my bedroom, and he goes in and he makes me food because I, I make a lot of food for him. I don't know. He says I take care of him a lot. I just don't know how I'm doing it. Mm. But um, I think at the end of the day, we take care of each other. And I think it's just utterly sweet. It's, I mean, my family Aww. is far away. My parents, my brother. Of course. And um, uh, yeah, I, I, I love this man. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Mm. That's really sweet. We've got Simon being earnest about his trip to New Zealand. 
you being honest about your own. Did he just stick oh, no, two fingers in his mouth? <laughs> I think he did. I think he did. I was you were being dead earnest and it was really sweet. And then Simon's just like, uh, uh, it's too saccharine for my taste. <laughs> bile rising, Is it yeah. too much love for well, you, the man who yeah. saw his two boys for the first time since 2019? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I mean the obvious the obvious highlight for me was uh was getting drunk in a field in Wales, right? No, um, it was it was the birth of my Where's son. Your son. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's chaos. It's absolutely destroyed my private life. But ah, uh, he's gorgeous and wonderful, and his smile just lights up the room. So um, well worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I wish he would just sleep a bit more. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be grand. But we seem to be managing. I'm not losing my mind much. You be the judge, listener. Have I lost my mind in the last seven months? Have I become less sane? You tell me. Emails uh, to decadesfromahome at gmail.com. Um, yeah, do we have any... Uh, I'm, I'm loath to ask for predictions, but do we have a, a New Year's resolution? I want to continue going to bed uh, at a healthy hour. It's done wonders for me last year. I think that was one of my New Year resolutions last year. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's done wonders. Yeah, well, speaking of going to bed, it is quite late. So maybe we can, we can draw a line under 2023. Yeah, Happy New Year to you listeners. And Happy New Year to you, Simon, and you, Dilly. I hope uh, we, we get another 100 more podcasts under our belt in 2024. Uh, we'll see. A Happy New Year, Nick. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're approaching the big 200. Oh, God. Are we going to have to do something special for 200 episodes? We are going to have to do something like, I. yeah, I'm, we're up for a li- something like a live stream or something exciting. Can we do what I wanted to do last time, which was just get just drunk, just really drunk? That's what I wanted to do with the last podcast, but it didn't quite work out for episode 100. Um, we only did shots. Well, we put on a live show in some, like, Farine Hall in the middle of rural Bavaria, yeah, and invite people to come. <laughs> For me and a goat, yeah, I can't see <laughs> oh, it. What, cheap? what? Sorry, well, Munich. Well, we might get it in Munich. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but um, I don't have any particular resolutions, Dilly. Any resolutions other than getting more sleep, eat more fruit? <laughs> of course. And right, that's the end of the show. Yeah. We're not talking. About, we're not going down that avenue. Dilly's Dilly's constant discussions of fruit. It's too late in the day for this. Okay, happy New Year, listeners. Hope you have a uh, a lovely uh, a slide into the new year. And uh, we'll see you, uh, yeah, for, for episode 15, what are we on? 159? 156? 160 for, uh, will be I've the next lost one. count. One, uh, we, yeah, so we'll see you for, for um, 160 in, uh, in January. Ta-ra! That brings us to the end of the show. We're off to show some love to the lovely people in our lives. Oh, Simon. Aww, so Simon. sweet and earnest. Oh, so sus. 
Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, why not give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, which only takes a minute and can really help us. You can also rate us on Spotify, so chuck some stars our way there as well. Retweet us, share a link, or post with the hashtag Decades From Home or lowercase on Twitter. As ever, if you have any questions, feedback, or maybe an article or topic you'd like us to cover, you can tweet Dilly on at Algama. you can tweet me at 40%German, you can also get us on decadesfromhome at gmail.com. If you have time, take a look at 40%German.com, weekly articles are up every Saturday. All that's left to say is thanks, and put some next to Mark. Cheers! Cheers.